Greetings, humans. Welcome to another exciting episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that dares to ask the question, if Batman really did hit Superman with the Batmobile, could he truly be charged with attempted manslaughter? Or would that be attempted superman slaughter? Attempted meta-human slaughter? I don't, the legal logistics of that boggle my mind, so we'll just leave that one alone for right now. Tony Schaub here with you. I am flying solo today. I've given my lovely wife Emily the day off. Today, since it's the brand new start of a brand new year, 2016, we're going to talk a little bit about what you can look forward to this year. It's going to be an amazing year for pop culture. 2015 set the standard really, really high. The bar is really way up there in terms of all the cool pop culture type stuff that happened to us, and 2016 is looking to uh, uh, really just add to the mix. Uh, today I want to focus on films. Uh, I think in the coming weeks we'll be able to talk a lot about TV shows, music, uh, other things that are be coming up, uh, maybe even some of the lesser known things that might be off your radar. But today we're going to really focus on the cinematic stuff, the main events, if you will, big things that are coming your way this year in 2016. So get your calendars out, get ready to mark things down, because uh, I'm going to give you some of the highlights here so you can know exactly what you might want to check out and what's coming your way. We're going to start with uh, Marvel, because Marvel, quite frankly, has been dominating the uh, pop culture and geeky, nerdy scenes here. Their cinematic universe is in full throttle. We've entered, I believe, phase three of the cinematic universe here, and uh, you're going to get some big ones this year. Uh, Captain America Civil War is coming your way this May, and this essentially, many people are dubbing Avengers 2.5, simply because of the fact that there are so many superheroes already confirmed to be in this movie. Not only are you going to see Captain America, you're going to see most uh, of the current setup of the Avengers roster with Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Vision, uh, Black Widow, and then of course Iron Man is here as that's the focal crux of Civil War itself is Iron Man versus Captain America in regards to the Superhero Registration Act and whether they should... Uh, be regulated by the government or not. And then, of course, we've also confirmed that we're going to see Ant-Man. Uh, we are going to get, uh, it is almost assuredly uh, believed that we are going to get our first look at Spider-Man as he has rejoined the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, who knows who else is going to show up in there? Pretty much the only people that uh, we know aren't going to be in there by way of Marvel telling us that is Hulk and Thor. And that's mostly because Thor is headlining his own movie, Thor Ragnarok, which is not coming your way until, I believe, 2017. And Hulk is going to be in that as well. But Civil War, a uh, uh, Captain America movie by title. But man, it is uh, going to have a lot of amazing Marvel superheroes in there. And it should be, uh, should be a good one. Looking forward to it. That, of course, is not the only Marvel property coming your way this year. Later this year, in November, we're going to get a look at probably one of the most anticipated Marvel movies in terms of something that has not been done before. We've seen Marvel go to outer space. We've seen Marvel handle the superheroes. We've, we've kind of got that. But Marvel has just barely scratched the, surfic, the surface pardon me, of the magic-slash-mystical side of their universe. We saw it briefly at the end of Ant-Man when Scott Lang entered, uh, ever so briefly, entered the quantum realm. 
but in November we're going to get hit with it full throttle, courtesy of Benedict Cumberbatch and his portrayal of Doctor Strange, one of the most intriguing characters in the Marvel Universe because he is the master of mysticism and all things arcane. Uh, it's a very interesting story, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out on the big screen. Uh, referencing Ant-Man, the big movie from last year, that really showed that Marvel knows how to take a character that general audiences may not be intimately familiar with and just kind of throw it out there and have some fun with it and uh, really make it accessible to the masses. So I'm not really concerned about Doctor Strange being a uh, more of a niche movie, if you will, but uh, I do believe that, that it's going to really resonate pretty well with audiences. The director is Scott Derrickson, who is uh, most well-known for directing horror films, Sinister, and a few others. So I know Marvel is really uh, shooting for the moon with that kind of um, subversive type of feel to that movie. Uh, good supporting cast as well. Tilda Swinton plays the Ancient One, which is a uh, sorcerer who kind of teaches Doctor Strange how he can magically, uh, you know, master the magic. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, hard name to say, but a great actor. He's in it as well as Carl Mordo, another sorcerer. Uh, Rachel McAdams, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, a lot of great names in that movie. So we're really looking forward to, to seeing it and seeing what Marvel has in store for us there. On the flip side of the Marvel Universe, uh, or on the comic book universe, I should say, uh, on the flip side of Marvel, is, of course... The other big player, that would be DC Comics. And DC is uh, really shooting for the moon and trying to throw their hat into the ring with the shared universe type of movies with their film coming in March, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. A lot of words in that title, and for good reason. It's a Batman film, it's a Superman film, and the Dawn of Justice lets you know that there are some members of the Justice League you'll be seeing as well. Uh, most notably confirmed, we are getting Wonder Woman and Aquaman, but uh, there may be some surprises in this movie. Um, there have been a couple of trailers come out for the film already. A little polarizing to some people. Some people are really excited for it. Some people think that it looks like DC is trying very hard to to mush some comedy together with their darker vision of the superhero genre. Uh, I personally am going to try to uh, keep my opinion as neutral as possible until we get to see the film. I don't have to wait too much longer since that's coming March 25th, so very excited for that one. Uh, what else do we have coming, coming your way here? Video gamers might be excited for this one. You're going to have to wait until the end of the year. But in December, on December 21st, currently scheduled, is Assassin's Creed, a big video game that is making the leap to the big screen and surprisingly does have some star power behind it. A lot of times if you get a video adaptation, uh, sometimes a Resident Evil or a Prince of Persia will have you know a moderate amount of, of decent actors on board, but a lot of times the video games don't always translate well to the big screen and some of that has to do with the fact that there's not a lot of star power behind it. But uh, Michael Fassbender is taking the lead role of Assassin's Creed, which should be very interesting to see him play that kind of uh, time-traveling killer type of type of thing. If you're not familiar with Assassin's Creed, feel free to go Google it and, and uh, learn a little bit more about it. But um, it, it should be interesting to see if this intriguing storyline of a video game does make a successful leap to the big screen. 
Another movie that uh, is coming out this year is a very genre-specific movie and has taken a lot of heat on social media, whether it's uh, qualified or whether it's warranted or not remains to be seen. But coming your way on July 15th, right in the heat of the summer movie season, is the reboot, I guess we should call it, of Ghostbusters. Now, Ghostbusters, obviously, a well-loved, amazing movie from back in the 80s, spawned its own sequel, Ghostbusters 2, and the Ghostbusters, of course, uh, were a team of four very, very funny comedians. Um, All-male, of course, you've got uh, you know Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, uh, um, Ernie Hudson, but... The big thing about the new film, the new Ghostbusters, that people are really seem polarized about, is that it is an all-female group this time around. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Leslie Jones is in there as well. Uh, Paul Fagg is the director, who is well-known to the audiences for taking on comedic uh, female comedic issues like Bridesmaids and things like that. Uh, Bridesmaids, very funny movie, obviously. Uh, it should be very interesting to see how this movie comes about. Me personally, I'm, I'm more interested in how it plays with the original Ghostbusters mythos. If this is set in current times, but it understands, you know, it maybe it, maybe it references what happened in the 80s with the original Ghostbusters, or does this exist in a world that is uh, totally detached? Not 100% confident. There's There's been some some pretty heavy rumors, um, possibly even confirmed at this point, that, that one, at least uh, one of the original Ghostbusters are in the movie, but whether they play the original Ghostbusters as their original characters, or whether they're just cameoing as someone different, uh, is interesting. It remains to be seen. Interesting side note about Ghostbusters, of course, is that it seems that uh, Paul Fagg and company have embraced the gender stereotype role to the nth degree by also casting uh, Chris Hemsworth as the male receptionist for these female Ghostbusters. So, um, you know, like I said, reserving judgment here, gonna see the movie and we're gonna see what it's all about and we'll take it from there. Here's one that does fly a little under the radar. This one's not coming out until September, but this is a action horror type of film. It's called Patient Zero, and it stars uh, Matt Smith of Doctor Who fame. So you'll uh, Doctor Who fans, Whovians, you'll be excited for that. Uh, in addition, it also has uh, Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. Uh, just came out and she had a new movie called The Forest. She was in the Hunger Games franchise. Uh, Stanley Tucci is in it as well, another Hunger Games alum. Um, this movie is about humanity um, battling intelligent um, creatures. They don't want to call them zombies. Uh, creatures kind of like what you've seen in uh, I Am Legend or 28 Days Letter Later, which some people would term as zombies, of course, as well. But these are, you know, those very high-energy adrenaline type of creatures that have fallen prey to a virus so um it should be interesting to see um not a whole lot known about this movie but that's one that's on my personal radar and i wanted to make sure that uh, i got i gave it a little mention to put it on your radar as well while we're talking about horror films if you are into the scary movies in june comes the sequel to The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2. Uh, it's a strange time for a, a horror film to come out in June. Most of them will come out early in the year or around Halloween time. So it'll be interesting to see how The Conjuring 2 
fairs in the middle of the summer madness there. Uh, it is a direct follow-up to The Conjuring, where the paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren, based on real-life paranormal investigators of the same name, they travel to England in the late 70s to help a, a single mom and her four children that are having issues over there. So should be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I am a, personally am a big fan of the scary movie genre, so I will definitely be checking that one out. Getting further back into the year in November, November 18th, which I believe is the week before Thanksgiving, Harry Potter fans will be excited to see the not-quite-prequel, not-quite-spinoff Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. This is based on a book that appears in the Harry Potter movies. I believe this is one of the textbooks at Hogwarts. I, I'm not intimately familiar with the Harry Potter mythos, but this is a film that uh, is definitely uh, people are excited about. There's a lot of buzz for it. Eddie Redmayne plays the uh, main character, who I believe is a uh, some kind of a magician who carries beasts around with him magically in a suitcase. And wouldn't you know it, uh, they get loose. And I believe that they are in uh, the 1920s New York. And this is where this all goes down. So it should be an interesting movie to, to check out. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Looking a little closer on the calendar now, uh, next month brings us an interesting film. February 12th, we're going to see uh, another Marvel movie. This one not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but this one definitely an anticipated film. People are excited to see this. Probably one of the most adult versions of a Marvel film you'll ever see. That's right, it is the Merc with a Mouth. We're talking about Deadpool making his way to the big screen in his own film. He was uh, featured, of course, in X-Men, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, I believe, is where we first saw Deadpool, played by Ryan Reynolds, who also plays Deadpool in this movie, uh, but a very, very different type of uh, of, of, of Deadpool. The Deadpool we saw on screen previously, uh, definitely not the Deadpool you're getting here. In fact, I don't even believe that they may be 100% retconned together, if you will. Uh, now, Deadpool does exist in the Fox version of the Marvel Universe, as there are X-Men in this film, Colossus is in the film, and a uh, new X-Men, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. What a, <laughs> a heck of a name there. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh, they are in the film, so it'll be interested to see how that plays out. And of course, everyone's just excited because Deadpool, a very hot Marvel character right now, and uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, a pretty good actor. Hopefully this film uh, earns its R rating and has some fun in the theaters come February. Looking on the extreme opposite side, that one not so family friendly. Uh, if you are looking for family friendly fare in the pop culture nerdy geeky realm, look no further than June, mid June, where June 17th will bring us an interesting sequel from Disney Pixar. It's a sequel to Finding Nemo. It's called Finding Dory. Now, this one, of course, follows the tale of the blue fish voiced by Ellen DeGeneres that you saw in Finding Nemo, the forgetful Dory, and she is on a quest to find her family. Uh, the first movie, obviously, was really, really funny, so uh, I'm hoping that uh, Disney and Pixar can uh, strike the comedic gold once again and check out Finding Dory. Not a ton is known about the film, other than the, the fact that she is on a quest to, to find her family, so... Um, We'll see. We'll see how it goes, and uh, and hopefully it uh, hopefully it's another hit for the Disney Pixar machine there. 
another family-friendly type movie that might be uh, a little more, um, I don't know if it's going to be a little more edgy or not. We uh, It remains to be seen, but it comes out a little bit earlier than Finding Dory. It comes out May 20th, and that's the Angry Birds movie. Now, uh, you know, most people who own a smartphone have played Angry Birds at some point. Uh, I have not played it a ton, although I will um, admit that my five-year-old has an iPod Touch that she lovingly refers to as her phone, and of course Angry Birds is on there, and she has probably played it more than me. But when she sees the previews for the Angry Birds movie, she gets excited and she, she wants to check it out. So should be interesting. They've they've drawn a, a fair amount of of voice talent for this uh, uh you know Blake Shelton is in there um trying to think who else I mean just a, just a ton of names uh, Kate McKinnon Titus Burgess um uh, I mean there there is a ton of people uh, Josh Gad Jason Sudeikis Danny McBride the list does go on and on um it should be interesting to see if this if this does well because the Angry Birds for a while really dominated the pop culture scene they've kind of quieted down now but uh, but for a while that was it that was the big thing there so also in May, the week following the Angry Birds movie, we do go back to the Marvel Universe. May 27th brings us the next installment of X-Men. It is X-Men Apocalypse. And this should be a very intriguing movie to see how it works because the X-Men franchise has gone through uh, quite a transition since its inception. You had the first three X-Men films that followed, uh, you know, the... Uh, current, if you want to call it that, the, the current day X-Men regime, and then we went back to X-Men First Class and saw a young Magneto and a young Professor X put the X-Men together in the 60s, and uh, from there it was a very interesting crossover with the original class, if you will, and the current class in X-Men Days of Future Past, the most recent movie that went time traveling and kind of bounced some things around, and the end of that movie really left things with a almost like a reset timeline for the new class for the for, for the first class if you will to really run with from there so this x-men apocalypse movie i believe mostly takes place in the 1980s i want to say and it follows the story of apocalypse who is uh, widely regarded as the first ever mutant who has been around for thousands of years and has been uh, you know sleeping or uh, hibernating or whatever he's been doing for a long time and finally wakes up and sees that there are more mutants out there and he wants to make sure that um he can uh, he can be in charge of them. So uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what X Men Apocalypse brings for us on May twenty seventh. So um, that's a ton of the movies that are coming out. I mean, there are more, of course. Uh, in October, we're actually going to get the third installment in the Da Vinci Code series called Inferno. And uh, this one, to me, feels like it's flying a little under the radar. Not many people are talking about it. I know the Da Vinci Code is not nearly as big uh, as uh, as it was when it first came out. But Tom Hanks is returning uh, to play. The professor, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, Robert Langdon. Uh, he he returns to play the the uh, symbology professor in that. Uh, there's another Jason Bourne film coming this year in July. Matt Damon is coming back to the Bourne series, and uh, we're getting another another Bourne film. So uh, there are quite a few films this year that are making their way to the theaters, uh, whether they are reboots or remakes or sequels or, you know, uh, extrapolations of existing uh, series. Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm sure that I missed some, but um, but that's those are some of the major movies that you can really put on your schedule and kind of say, hey, this is it. This is what's coming. We are ready for action 
in the cinemas. Grab your popcorn, grab your tickets, grab your 3D glasses if you're into that, and get ready for action. So uh, let me know which ones I missed. If there are movies out there that you know are coming our way this year that I didn't mention that you want to make sure that we talk about, uh, you can get at me. Come find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash popcultish, or you can come message us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at B-B-E pop cultish so you can find us there or you can find us of course on the website at popcultish.com uh this is a short episode today i think we're gonna call it uh we're gonna call it a call it a day today we'll be back to talk to you again real soon about lots more fun pop culture stuff we can't wait to share it all with you but until we talk to you again remember to be passionate be proud be pop cultish <laughs>